Hello, everybody. Welcome to Don't Call Me That, a Mrs. Fletcher fan cast. I'm Tristan Miller. I'm Melissa Maley. And we're we're back. And we don't remember what we did in any of the other episodes. <laughs> we're so sorry. Uh, we just did not, we could not figure out the scheduling because of the holidays and everything. But the, the You ser- know, life gets busy and hard. Yeah. yeah. Turns out. Yeah. But the series is done. All it seven is. episodes are out. So if you're looking at it and you're going back on it, welcome um, to the show. And thank you all for listening uh, for what is a very niche podcast. The numbers are <laughs> the numbers are nice. The I appreciate- most niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Denise, the nephew. Um, so let's begin. We have we're covering two. We're gonna do the last two episodes, and they're six and seven, mm-hmm. and we watched them months about ago. a month or two ago. At this point, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a journey. Uh, so I just spilled water all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> it seems appropriate yeah. for uh, what now? The, the tone of this particular episode is just but <laughs> yeah, no, the most casual possible. Yeah. Also, spilling water or knocking things over, yeah, that seems <laughs> seems about right for how it's going to go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it should be fine. Have we lowered your expectations enough? Are you still listening? Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you have a plot summary in front of you. Kind of. I sort have, of. I have an article about someone's opinion about six episode six of Mrs. Fletcher, which is called Solar, solar Glow. Glow. I know. I keep wanting to say solar flare. Which I think that means something else. Um, it does. <laughs> oh, I kind of remember this now. Uh, yeah. Now that I think about it for five seconds. <laughs> so this is the episode in which... Uh, What's his name? <laughs> Brendan, of course. Yeah. Brendan and Chloe, played by Zaz- uh, Jasmine Safus Jones, who is wonderful. Um, Jasmine and Chloe like have like a study date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they have like an actual. Sorry, I'm just trying to see if they have a, a summary on IMDb that did not. They find yeah, it's fine. It's um, but yeah, they have a proper date and um. It's real sweet. Yeah. Is this the where she has all the fairy lights? In? She has the best dorm room. Yeah. It looks real cozy and it's also kind of dreamy. She's got a lot of little fairy lights and mm-hmm. stuff. Like fairy lights for those of you who don't call them that are Christmas tree lights. Yeah, but usually they're um, all white. Yes. And uh, you keep them up year round. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my ideal aesthetic. I um, have several in my room. Yeah. And uh, she has, like, cloth hangings on the walls and lots of really pleasant... Yeah. She seems like a really pleasant person to be around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Then they're studying for a while. Yeah. And, I mean, Brendan is being, like, honestly, a pretty okay guy. Yeah, fun and flirty and nice. Yeah. So, eventually they start making out. Can I point something out? Yes. He is so big and she is so little and that is hot. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is my thought. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> he is very big, she's very small, and that's good for me personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, there's something about it that's very like, 
I don't know. Because I'm a small woman. Like, I'm under 5'2". And I do not care how tall a man is. I don't care. I really, honestly, seriously don't. But I have... uh, dated a couple of very tall guys and there is something yeah it's nice it's a different feeling it's nice about it i really hope my boyfriend who is not tall is not listening to this rich get some lifts no walk around like robert downey jr no and like i again i really don't care yeah Um, it's just it's just a different it's a different dynamic Yeah. yeah physically yeah it's um hotter no no i'm kidding but yeah uh that's like the appeal of like actors like Adam Driver. He's like just huge, and I'm like, yeah, he has a deep sexual energy because he's like six five. I understand, and like, yeah, yeah. There's there's something about it. Like sometimes when I realize a man is very tall, I, I get a little breathless, and my boyfriend is like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> something that I have gotten very frustrated with as someone who is under six foot. Right. I mean, you understand, I'm sure. Um, like, he used to go on Tinder and yeah. before dating me, obviously. Obviously. And uh, he would read profiles of women who were my height that are like, no one, no guys under uh, six foot. And he'd be like, are you fucking kidding? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they're upfront about it. Because, like, men will filter mentally and be like, oh, no tits, no thanks. You know, or whatever the fuck it is yeah. for them. Yeah, it's real gross. Whereas, like... At least you're like, listen, I know exactly what kind of experience I want, and it's to be fucked hard by a tall man. Yeah, I suppose. We just got done, by the way, recording our other podcast, Amateur Detective Club, where we don't curse very much on it. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my god, Tristan, you're all right. I'm being nasty. Yeah, I'm being nasty. Yeah. Which was the point of the podcast, because Catherine Hahn is very hot. This is my main interest. And the trailers (laughs) made it look like it was very sexual. And it was disappointing there was not enough fucking on the show i don't think it was sexual but there was not enough fucking on the show it's hbo for gosh sake it's not porn no it isn't i think that's what you're disappointed about a little no no i'm not disappointed yeah yeah a little bit like (laughs) because it was with this thing of like i mean christina made a whole video essay about like erotic thrillers and how sex in mainstream films and to a certain extent um, television shows has like basically disappeared because audiences are no longer comfortable exploring sexuality in a lot of ways in mainstream. Sure. Which is interesting and it like it felt like it was going to be kind of closer to that than what it was. There's clearly there is an exploration of sexuality in it. and there's a lot oh, of like yeah. sad masturbation in this which is like I get that. I feel that. That, <laughs> that hits me right where I live. Um, but like it, it was it was interesting specifically from the trailers they like put all the racy bits in sure. and I just, like I don't feel like duped or anything but I feel like oh this was a different I thought she was gonna basically have a manic episode and start fucking everybody <laughs> I don't know why I thought that but I did oh boy okay well all right let's go back to this dorm room yeah because um, yeah it does it starts to get a little sexy because he's not acting like a shithead so she's like you know by some miracle actually yeah i know he, <laughs> he's a human being and, and he he's has shown that and he's showing some self-awareness yeah he's trying except in this moment mm. they start making out mm. you know they get a little hot and heavy and um she starts sucking his dick and <laughs> I'm sorry. 
for whatever I thought you were gonna say like performs oral sex but like because this is also part of it of like <laughs> Melissa and I generally have very wholesome normal co- like we don't t- <laughs> so that was very just <laughs> oh, yeah but um, yeah she's just like I just slobbing that knob <laughs> I just haven't had opportunity to talk about fellatio in your presence, <laughs> Justin. It doesn't really come up in yeah, our conversations. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm actually starting to blush, which is also weird. Yeah, this is fun. So she's just getting getting that meat. Up oh in her God, mouth. God, I hate that so much. Uh, and he starts pulling the same stuff that he used to pull with his like ex girlfriend. So he's like, are, "Are tears coming down your cheeks yes. from laughing?" <laughs> it's also winter, and like, oh, uh-huh, not sure, yeah, bless yeah. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's like pulling her hair and yeah. like pulling her head very like, kind of trying to control it. And yeah. PSA. If any men are listening to this and don't know this yet, let the woman control oral sex always. Yeah. Because you do not know. Like, it's in her mouth, which is where she breathes out of. A lot of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, so, like, don't do that. Don't do that shit. It's very uncomfortable. Ugh. And that was something, like, I've thought about this a lot. Of, like, I feel like most heterosexual men should have one sexual experience with a man to understand how uncomfortable it can be. And then you can, like, go, okay, now I have empathy for all the women I'm having sex with. Look, a penis is very invasive. It's very, like, because we've talked about this before in the show, like, by the act of uh, heterosexual sex, like, it is, like, women get the short end of the stick. <laughs> on that one because it's like it is very invasive and like I think a lot of men don't consider that yeah. of like you're literally entering someone's body and that's weird yeah it's strange also my thing is like unless like the woman has explicitly said like no I like when you do that like don't mm-hmm. do it because also you're getting your dick sucked just calm down you're already having it so good right now how dare you I mean listen <laughs> some very gentle guided instruction like verbal instruction fine if you're like i like this obviously Mm -hmm. tell talk about sex tell each other what you like tap out system or something yeah but like she is trying to signal the fact that Mm -hmm. it is too much and she is having trouble either she's choking or she can't breathe Mm -hmm. or both and it's not a pleasant experience yeah um and eventually, he is not picking up on her signals at all. Yeah. And so she punches him in the nuts, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And he stops. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what happened? What's going no, on? No, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's very interesting. It's ve- it, and it's very aggressive and like a super terrible reaction to the situation. Look, I'm mm-hmm. sure it hurts, but like... It Take does. It. it does hurt like hell, but also generally when you get kicked in the or punched in the nuts, like you should take that moment to think of like what just what, what happened. Have I done that? <laughs> Unless it was like fully unprovoked. Yeah, like you're getting kicked to in the, the face, face on, on the, the subway. subway. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked in the face of the subway. I'm fine. I still have all my teeth. 
it's fine. That's it's why whatever. we're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't fine, it wouldn't be fine. But yeah. like, unless it's completely unprovoked, like, take a moment and go, what led? <laughs> Which I think <laughs> often, my choices that led up to this moment. I think often men could learn in general from that of like, okay, this person is mad at me. What were the things that led up to this? Let me take a moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did I do? I might have done something. Mm-hmm. Especially when this woman punches you in the punches nuts. You in nuts during a sexual act. Like, you probably did something wrong, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you did. Um, it's important to listen. It's important to listen to your partner. Check yeah. in. And not just verbal. And it's one of those moments where it's like, I am, I am withdrawing consent. And she was trying to be very clear about that. And unfortunately, the only clear way he would actually pick up mm-hmm. on was her punching him in the nuts. It was her last resort. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, get the fuck out of my yeah. room uh, and never come back. Bye. Yeah. And he's like, buh? He's super confused about it. Yeah, he's very buh about it. So then... Oops. I, Again, we are referencing not a full plot summary, so mm-hmm. this is going to be not a full plot summary, but we'll get the gist of it. And then um, Catherine Hans with her classmates, mm-hmm. and um, the dates are going well with the teacher and the student, right? And then mm-hmm. they're all graduating, aren't they, from the class, or like the sure. class is ending? Yes, that's There's some right. sort of party, or is that next episode? No. Oh, there's a party in the next episode, for sure. Oh, okay. So Julian, our young friend, uh, just to backtrack for a second, Mm. uh, has started a job at, like, I don't know, what seems to be sort of a CVS or something. Um, And he meets this very cute girl his age who is super definitely interested in him. Yeah. And he's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. You're, she's not really my type. Uh, I don't think it's not. I don't think it's that. I okay. think he's preoccupied with Catherine Hahn. Sure. And this happens a lot with, I think, dating in general, but also like mm-hmm. men are. There is. Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. Um, and this is a problem that I think happens a lot um, with uh, men in general. We're not taught often that we're attractive. No, we're not complimented by other men. Most mm, media right. is like, this specific kind of woman is sexually attractive. Everyone else is like, whatever. Right. And so we cannot pick up when a woman is interested in us a lot of the time. When it's really pretty easy, it's like, <laughs> does she initiate any physical contact? Does she want to hang out with you? It's probably she's into you or she at least likes you as a friend and you can have that discussion. Yes. Um... But it's always have that discussion because not every time, God, sorry, quick sidebar. I get nervous every single time a man asks me to have coffee with him. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean like the virtue of like also being in a relationship really is really nice because it like clears that up. It's like, you know, unless you have some sort of arrangement with your partner or a fucking cheater. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, I mean, sure. But yeah. Yes. Uh, polyamory is a completely yeah. legitimate way to operate if that works for you. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, when I say I have a boyfriend, it really does help because I'm yeah. like, great, I will happily go out to coffee with this man who I think will be my friend. Yep. That, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway. And, um, but like men, number one, they don't know when a woman is into him. And number two, he's just so preoccupied. Like he's on his phone during their lunch. Like they oh, have yeah. lunch together and uh, then he's yeah. texting with Catherine Hahn, which is like... Fine, because um, he's clearly interested in her, but, like, 
it's one of those things of like I I feel often it does spoilers it does work out for him a little bit it's weird but like um but like you should take what's in front of you also like she's clearly into you you should probably go on a date with her like if you want to have a if you want to go on dates you can just go on dates and that's okay i think a lot of people end up hyper focusing on this idea of a person yes rather than like looking at what's around them i had that problem for a long time yeah same i would like hyper focus on a person and then Mm -hmm. like i made a realization that like I physically, like, in my mind's eye, I imagine what our relationship would look like. And I was like, no, I really am into them, but it wouldn't work out. So let's just be friends, and then that's fine. Yeah, that wasn't the thing that I I thought thought it would work out. Because I was like, I recently gotten sober, and this person was, like, really into, like, smoking weed. And I'm like, ah, that that alone wouldn't work out. Yeah. You know. Just incompatible. Yeah. Uh, That's not entirely true. There have been people where I've been like... This would never actually be a thing. Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, yeah. Um, so Julian is just not not there, not there for this this cute girl he works with. Who's very cute. Yeah, she I is. I remember her. I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, and see a conversation about not knowing when men are attracted. I'm like, he, she's into him? What the fuck? <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yes. Uh, fast forwarding back to what we had just talked about, like, after the class. Um mm-hmm. Eve and Julian are at, driving around in her car. I think she might be giving him a ride home or something. Yeah. And they very almost kiss. <laughs> they do, because they're drunk. They all go out to the bar oh, yeah. again. And he, he vomits on the side of the subway. Or is that a different episode? That, that's already happened. That's already happened. That's already happened. Uh, no, this is... This is I think there's oh right yeah yeah and she says no 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 I can't I can't do this yeah like they have a tender moment she like touches his face and then she's like I I just can't and admittedly every time she gives him a ride home it is like he's driving with her mom his mom or his mom's friend I mean like yeah. visually visually yeah. it's like oh I suppose <laughs> I mean but also like listen they're consent they're adults oh yeah they're both adults he's he's young and she's. I think being pretty responsible about being like, mm, I'm mm, much older mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really sees something in him, like his sweetness, his his earnestness that yeah. like is very appealing to her. And I, I get it. That makes sense. Um, he's very pure, you know, <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah. Um, like not in a gross way, like virginal or anything, but like very. Uh, Honest, earnest yeah. is a great word. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, she says no. Yeah, and I think that's like what the episode is. Yeah, is more or less. Else? There's like other stuff with like the teacher and dating and like, oh, there's a whole subplot. No, the the old man has already died. Yes. Okay, then, then that's not that. Does the the friend does something. There's some. Re- oh, she's filing for her name to get changed. She's made that decision. She's changing it back to her maiden name. Right. Um, but... Oh, and she makes the decision in this episode. Uh, okay. And then it's fulfilled in the following episode. Okay, yes. Which is what the party is for. Right. Um, so there is one point, and I don't remember which episode it's in, and it kind of doesn't matter, but there is one point where the son 
of the older man who had died, mm. like, comes across her in a bar yeah. and apologizes to her for being yeah. an asshole. Yeah. And, like, it's a really nice moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also Brendan and one his roommate, I think, have a discussion about what happened and he... Decide no, it's not the roommate. It's the guy that invited him to hang out and watch nature documentaries. Okay. At the beginning of the season, and then that gets fulfilled later into what we are going into episode seven now. Yeah. The Force Awakens. Um, <laughs> we are going <laughs> into that, uh, and he decides he's going to go home for the weekend because he's also not doing well at school. Yeah. And that's something that like, I think was interesting and i think a brave of them to write a really dumb character into this show because like i think there's this very sort of like need to make every character intelligent and like sure. that sort of thing whereas like we've seen through his actions and his like way he speaks and like the fact that he doesn't pick up on things um but like it's very I think it's very, in a weird way, like, brave to make a stupid character in 2019. Well, okay, yes. But I also, I don't think that he's, you know, he has enough intelligence. Yeah, he's not, like, yeah, he's just, like, a below-average person, intelligent-wise, I believe. Like, he's also, like, having, he's just, like, having a very hard time in school, and there could be, like, a A myriad of reasons. A ton of reasons, sure, absolutely. Um, And part of it, I think, is a little apathy. Yeah, a lot of apathy, and he's kind of skated through his life. Oh, for sure, being able to be apathetic because other people have taken care of him, mm-hmm. and like yeah, it's coming of age. Story. Yeah, and so he's finally realizing, like, oh, I guess I can't do this forever. Um, and the he really, you know, it becomes clear that he genuinely really liked Chloe, and he she wants nothing more to do with him. Yeah, it, he has tried. He tries to contact her, and she's like, uh, nope. Times. And she has his roommate speak to him and go, knock it off. Yeah. You can never speak to her again. You just lost this one. Which is another thing that men do a lot of, like, I think, like, once that door has been opened, a lot of people, a lot of men, specifically, and I think people in general, but I'm coming from a male perspective. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) Um, uh, But a lot of men, and I've been, I've done this before, like, once you have a sexual encounter with a woman, whether or not you're romantically interested, you kind of, like, that door has been opened. Can we keep it open? And most women are like, no, yeah. because I've moved on, and every man is like in the back of their mind. They're like, I could still probably fuck her, which is weird. Interesting. Yeah, it's okay. weird. I think there are a lot of women that do that too, because there's I this whole so. no, I think so too. Like, <laughs> there's that Chris Rock thing of like, uh, I love that women can have platonic male friends because it's not actually that; it's a backup, <laughs> which is like. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think a little true. Like in a lot of cases. Sure, I mean, it's we're all not, we're not going to get into the when Harry met Sally debate. It's too long. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in what you're saying. Mm. Um. So, uh, so yeah, he definitely cannot. You know, never that, again. That has been closed. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he starts on this endeavor to go home for the weekend. Yeah. And his, and this guy is, uh, actually the RA, isn't it? It's the RA who was like so obnoxious at the beginning of the... Well, I th- he might have been an RA, but he was, no, no, it's the guy across the hall that invites okay. him to go to a, like watch naked nature documentaries across. Oh, okay. And okay. he's like, fucking nerd. 
And then yeah. now he comes to the nerd for help, as every jock eventually will. <laughs> it's like, my computer doesn't work. I don't know what a modem is. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they start on a... Cause, and also, he's been kind of blowing off his mom the entire series. And now he's like, oh, wait, I do need my mom. Mm. No, I need my mom. You know, that's where... I, and he, so, okay. Meanwhile, Eve is planning this big party. Mm-hmm. And she has invited her uh, friend from work, and all her classmates. All her classmates. Um, her her best friend who was having trouble with her husband who was cheating on her. Yeah. Um, who I it sounds like they've figured it out. Yes. Just to close that door for you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you were all very curious about that. <laughs> oh oh oh! There, oh okay. One of my favorite scenes happens at the beginning of this episode. They're at like. So Eve goes to, like, Whole Foods or something. Yeah. And she's actually doing pretty good. Yeah. And she sees her ex-husband there. Yeah. And he is <laughs> sitting at this little table. By himself. By himself. <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> with, like... Club going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> with, uh, you know... Again, it's like one of those whole food situations. So he's gotten something to eat, I think. I think it's like a salad, but also then... A beer. Two beers. Two beers, that's right. And he's like in the middle of one and plans on drinking the second. And And it just tells such a story. Yeah. God, what a sad sack of shit. And he's, you know, trying to get away from his... Current wife and his kid. Current wife and kid. He's he's there escaping that. Gosh, I loved that. Yeah. Like, whoever... Good job. The attention to detail, and also the fact that they didn't have a discussion about that in particular. Yeah, it's like, just there. It's just there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And they have a nice talk, and he's like, I'm so glad to see you. And she's like, fuck off. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Bye. And that's kind of, I, I think that happens in the last episode, and that kind of feels like the catalyst for her changing her name, because she's like, fuck fuck this guy yeah whenever it happens yeah um, um yeah but then she goes to the office and this weird thing happens of like she trips coming out no did the phone breaking thing already happen everything's a blur yeah anyway she goes to the office and she changes her name back to whatever it is which i don't remember which is a shame um or no it's at the beginning yeah it's at the beginning and so she does that and she's like <laughs> making this big deal this genuinely made me laugh mm-hmm. she's making this big deal about changing her name back and then the, the clerk is just like, okay, next. <laughs> and it's so But she's like really funny. Happy about it and it's really cute. It is. It's really sweet. And it's nice to see Catherine Hahn happy for five minutes in this fucking show. Yeah. Uh, season seven. Oh, episode seven, not season. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you, uh, while we're in this place of talking about Catherine Hahn being happy, have I showed yeah. you Hickory Hideout? No. It was her first acting gig. She's like 12. Oh. She's adorable. And it's so funny because it's like a um, PBS thing. Okay. Um, it's very, very cute. I, I'll, I'll show you after the show. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, the episode is called Welcome Back. Yes, it is. It's called Welcome Back. Um, yeah. So she's planning this party and... It's very cute. It's Her so friends cute. helping. She has like streamers and bunch of wine, and it's fun. Yeah, they so, pass around a joint at one point. Yeah, and the um, coworker from work. What is her name? Allison. Is yeah, that right? she looks like an Allison. I don't remember. 
Um, but it starts talking to... Oh, they need to go on a run for more beer. Yeah. And so the two of them go. Um, and she's asking Julian, like, hey... Yeah, you... Julian and the friend. Yeah, Julian yeah. and the friend. Yeah. And are you seeing anybody? And she, he says, like, oh, he has a date with this girl from yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, he picked that up. And she's like, you like Eve, though, don't you? Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, I really do. I don't want to fuck that shit out of someone my mom's age. <laughs> It's hot. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. It's, it's pretty no, sexy. It, it is. It's hot. And so, you know, they're having a nice conversation as they're getting more beer. Um, they come back and mm. uh, the party keeps going really well. And then, you know, people start leaving progressively. Interesting conversation with the teacher and Eve happen of like, she's like, I know it's not the same thing, but how did you feel when you changed your name? Mm, right when you decided to live your life as a woman yeah and they're like it's really liberating having that control over yourself and i think that's there's something beautiful about that there is mm-hmm. um call people what they want to be called yeah even if you don't understand why even if it's a uh, ray skywalker and you don't like the narrative choice <laughs> listen that is what she wants to be called yeah i know and there's actually like that was brought up to me uh in a podcast i was listening to and i was like oh that is a nice thing that is nice that she has agency that way and i'm like that's cool but i don't necessarily like that choice but that part of it's nice and that's a nice thing for people who do choose their own names yes to hear in mainstream media right uh absolutely Mm -hmm. so so yeah that was a really lovely moment but then people start you know they they start going because uh the teacher and her the student uh, they leave definitely leave together which is nice just good uh, and then, you know, the best friend leaves, um, the one whose husband yeah. she year going on vacation Her or neighbor or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the guy who owns the bar is like, I gotta go home. Who is constantly third wheeling. I oh, feel yeah. for this man. <laughs> and then we're left with, we're calling her Allison? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm Let sorry. me look it up. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember her actual name. Man, I can't believe that it's another... <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> It's Amanda. Amanda. Close. Okay. I was close. Close. So Amanda and Julian are sticking around. And they're, I don't know, are they smoking still a little they, bit? They did. Yeah, they start smoking um, from her vape pen because that's... Mrs. Fletcher vapes, which is <laughs> the best part. I think that's hysterical. Um, so they're getting mad high up on a Tuesday and... Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, you see, of course, the progression of this road trip home um, that the son is making. Uh, And then they... uh, So Amanda starts kissing Julian. Yes. And then... Who starts kissing Eve? I think probably Amanda as well. Yeah. And then... And then they all fuck. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's a lot of... They saved it for the last episode, but there's a lot of... Nudity. They have no a, dick, though. Would have loved to see a peen. I don't, really. I never want to see <laughs> one. <laughs> Rich, if you're listening, <laughs> um, and no, like I. What I mean by that is like it's about equality, Melissa. Okay. <laughs> well, it is like it's like it is this oversexualization of women in media, where it's like you should just you should see tits as much as you see dick i think or like cooch as much as you see cock like because it is like 
there's not a lot like it, people shouldn't be made uncomfortable by it, but yet most audiences are. Yeah, it's just a penis. It is. Viggo Mortensen keeps pulling it out in every movie. He's nude in almost every film he's done. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. It's like a, it's almost like seventy percent. It's like Brad Pitt eating in movies. Yes, precisely. It's like <laughs> Peter Jackson kept going, no, 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 no. <laughs> Aragorn cannot pull out his dick in this. <laughs> but why? <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, they're anyway, fucking, they're having a threesome. It's fun. And it's very clear that all three of them are enjoying it. There is... Okay, do you not think so? No, no, I do. The next part that happens is so fucking funny. Yeah. But, like, it's real nice. Yeah. Good for them. It's a lot of soft focus. It's shot kind of fun. Yeah, There's and they're... Uh, there's some. I think afterwards they're even laughing. Or I don't know if I'm making that up. No, they're like into having a good time. They're all being very like it's very well acted. Of like it's kind of coy, but they're all yeah. excited about it at the same time. It's very strange and like there there's this surality to everything yeah. because they're all fucked up. And also, sex is weird. If you stop and think about anything too much, you get stressed. Sure. <laughs> but specifically sex. Yeah. Sex is weird. And with one other person, it's weird. So two other people, the extra added layer of, of weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, it's very nicely represented. And then, and then Brendan comes home. Yep. And he walks in, in a nice parallel. To the first episode. To the first episode mm-hmm. where his mother walks in yep. on him having sex. He hears something. And now here's my problem. Yeah. This is what proves my point. That Brendan's a fucking idiot. Yes. Is because he opens the door. Yeah. Because he clearly can hear like, oh, those are sexual noises. My mother lives here. I.e. it's my mother having sex in some capacity. Why? I would, I would either go into my room or... I would go back out to the car and be like, hey, my mom's busy with something. Can we go to a diner and just, like, hang out for a couple hours? Yeah. But he opens the door. He sees everybody's ass. (laughs) And then he goes outside, sits down on the the stoop. And then one by one, they come out. And the exchange that Julian and Brendan have is very funny because he's like, yeah, I literally fucked your mom. (laughs) Which is very funny does he say that no they just like make eye contact and it's like awkward but he's like yeah also you bullied me in the first episode and i did have sex with your mother so yeah no right it's a wordless exchange (laughs) yeah isn't it yeah oh actually i think brendan says hey to him at one point yeah and and he looks back and he's like nope and amanda just like awkwardly scuttles out it's very funny and then eve shows up in a bathrobe Mm -hmm. having not put on actual clothes and uh, they make eye contact, and then the camera pushes away, and it does a dolly shot, a drone shot out, and that's the end of the series. Which is perfect, actually. Yeah, I think it was like, okay, here's the arc, and then... Yeah, I actually think that the last episode was very good. Yeah, I would say so. It certainly had the most momentum. Yeah. It, like, once again, it feels like the show that was advertised to me. Yeah. And um, I'd also say, like, I understand why it took that one, like that long because the for two reasons I think one because the narrative is like it's someone slowly mm-hmm. opening up. The other reason is based off of a book. Yeah. And so I think the book had a slow burn, and so it made more sense. 
you know, because it's a book, it has to be longer. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So what do you think of the series as a whole, Melissa? Um, I thought it was very enjoyable. Mm. I, it's not anything that I will go singing from the rooftops. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. But I thought it was a nice examination of, like, it is what it is. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It can't be what it's not. Yeah, and I don't mean to be that say that in a trite way. I mean it in like a, it's not trying to be more than, it's not trying to make yeah. a huge sweeping statement about the state of the world. It's talking about this one woman's story and it is talking about, it's talking about sexuality and consent and taking an examine in a lot of ways and examining yeah. uh, where it works and where it doesn't in a very like in a very everyday relatable manner. Yeah, I would say so as well. And like there are some, I don't think discussions like shoehorned in. I think they they come up very naturally. And I mm-hmm. think um, when I was talking to um, um, when I was talking to Kai Choice about um, the whole conversation. Surrounding um, the teacher being trans, of like a lot of these discussions happen on the coasts, but they're and they're happening on like Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. But most people aren't on the coasts, and most people, believe it or not, aren't on Twitter. Which is we should all be so lucky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't literally promoting this podcast right now on Twitter, I would not be on Twitter. Um, so it's a nice examination through for like essentially normies, which is fun. You know, um, I think all the acting's good. I don't have any complaints there. I think a lot of the subtle things are land really well. I think Catherine Hahn's really good in this. And I like how more people are taking chances on her as, like, a dramatic actor. Yeah. Which is nice. Because this is labeled as a comedy. And there are funny Funny parts. But it's, like, the way... uh, It feels like the way a play is funny. Where it's, like, it's funny, but I'm not going to (laughs) cry. Unless it's, like... Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not a farce. farce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. It's not third rock from the sun, but it's amusing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's actually one of the things when I'm because I have so many things I want to watch, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm watching so many dramatic things, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many that sometimes I need like a comedy palate cleanser. Yeah. And I have learned that there are certain shows that are comedies that I that cannot be that because they're too deep and yeah impactful. Yeah, yeah. Like glow is a comedy, but it's also like it'll hit you right in the gut. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. It's great, but beware. Uh Grace and Frankie too. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, conversations yeah. about aging, it's Yeah. Yeah. It gets intense. Very funny, but... Yeah. would recommend for you, mm-hmm. when you're looking for a palate cleanser, um, there's a great British sitcom starring Judy Dench and Jeffrey Palmer called As Time Goes By. Okay. Um, it's available on BritBox. It was my second introduction to Judy Dench. Um, the first being a uh, radio drama of Winnie the Pooh, where she plays Kanga and she narrates it. It's very sweet. <laughs> Stephen Fry plays uh, Pooh, and then Jeffrey Palmer again plays Eeyore. It's very fun. Love it. But then my mom was like, this is... This is the person that plays Kanga. I was like, oh. And this is the person that plays Eeyore. I'm like, oh. And so we would watch that almost every night together. That's very sweet. Yeah, it's very good. There's I like, like very little conflict in it. It's like one of those British sitcoms where like nothing happens, but it's very pleasant to watch. Yeah, that's wonderful. I have also been told that I need to watch Shit's Creek. Uh, yeah. And that's, that would help. That would do it for me. That's too. like a comedy comedy. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think the show's fine. Um, 
I think if you are looking to something like something to watch over the weekend specifically if you're like what I like to do is put on shows and then like clean my room and stuff yeah. I think it's a good, like, secondary activity show. Sure, although you'll miss stuff because they don't hit you over the head with, like, dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, it's... you'll miss stuff like the two beers on the table. Yeah. But can I... It's also, that also, like, it's a nice, like, normal show. Does that make sense? It does. Like, there's no fucking dragons in this one, which I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Fletcher. There's no fucking dragons, dragons in this one. one. Yeah, that's the tag. Like, which is nice. And I think Catherine does a great job, and I think... Yeah. Um, I think the story is interesting enough to be told. I think it could have been shorter, to be honest. Like, it could have been, like, five episodes. Maybe a couple of the earlier ones, yeah. Or there could have been more going on, and it could have been longer. Like, I feel like seven is kind of an awkward... But that's also just me. Um, But yeah, overall, I liked it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but... We didn't rewatch the last two episodes before we did this podcast. <laughs> we're too fucking. We're too busy watching Poirot. By Honestly, the way, we mentioned a couple of times. Did you say the name of it? Have we ever said the name of the other the podcast? Detective okay, Club? yeah, yes, I think so. Okay, but no, I mean honestly, yeah. I was working all day yesterday and mm. had to, because I came here to record our other podcast, The Amateur Detective Club, and I had to watch an episode of Poirot today at, like, 7.30 a.m., and so I did not have time to rewatch these episodes. Sorry. Yeah. okay, <laughs> I think. I think so, because I think that especially episode six, we hit the major points, and we remembered a lot of episode seven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. A fun thing we're going to be doing, um, pardon me, a fun thing we're going to be doing is mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about um, other parts of Catherine Hahn's career, and yes. you are going to be on to talk about Parks and Recreation, Yes. which I think was my first introduction to her, and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't care about anyone else in this fucking show right now. Um... But yeah, so you're going to be on at some point, and then um, I'm going to be interviewing other people about their experience with <laughs> Yes, because I also love Parks and Rec, and like I have a deep love for Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's very good. It's a very positive show. Yeah. It's also pretty easy to watch. Yeah, especially Nick Offerman, uh, Amy Poehler, and Adam Scott in Parks and Rec. Mm. Um Aubrey Plaza is great too. I mean, like I could keep actually. <laughs> I could just be the like, man also that them, plays also them, also Larry them. Jerry Gary Gergich. Oh, he's perfect. What a delight. He's also like every part they give him is the best part of the show. <laughs> but yeah, I'm mostly I was mostly in it for Nick Offerman for a very long time. And I mean, that is a good reason to be. In it, but also, but like, yeah, when Catherine Hahn shows up for many episodes, she comes in and she comes back. And it's really a delight. Um, did you know, by the way, that Adam Scott records, like, shot-by-shot remakes of old uh, TV show intros with people? And he did Heart to Heart with uh, Amy Poehler. And mm-hmm. he did um, Bosom Buddies with uh, Paul Rudd. And they're perfect. <laughs> I, I did not know that. That sounds like the most correct thing I've heard about, about any celebrity. And that's fun. That's very fun and very strange. That's very fun. <laughs> I would love for him to record uh, Poirot <laughs> with just Nick Offerman's face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about this show? 
Watch it in a weekend, folks. Yeah. If you are homesick and you need something Not nice, homesick. Home. Bedridden. Yeah. It is a nice thing to watch for a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. And a little sexy. I would say it's also a fun kind of companion piece if you watch this and then I happen to watch Fleabag very close together. Oh, okay. They're very similar in topics, but like... It's a general. It's an interesting generational examination you can yeah. you know, of of relationships and sexuality and why they don't work. There's a lot of parallels there. At least oh, cool. I found. That's all. Great. All right. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. To this extremely niche podcast. <laughs> yeah. You all are great. Thank <laughs> We're you so, so much. We're so glad you enjoyed it. Yep. Uh. Bye. Bye. Not forever, but forever. Forever. God of the <laughs>